1: This episode of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. This is the Golf Unfiltered podcast, and I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. Follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered, and you can send me an email, Adam, at GolfUnfiltered.com. Just want to remind everyone that we are part of the HackersParadise.com podcast network, along with two other great shows that I encourage you to go check out today. Off Course, hosted by Rob Miller and Dan Edwards. Really recommend that one for you, especially if you like your ketchup refrigerated. As normal people do, and of course, you want to check out Range Days as well. We also are partners, of course, with Cleveland Srixon, and Zegzio. They have been on the show a number of times. I've been playing their equipment throughout the year. Continue to do so. Continue to love it. You've heard us talk about it today, folks. On the show, we have Mr. David Rayner. He is a client executive over at In Range Golf. And that is. IN Range Golf, and it is a product that a lot of people here stateside probably haven't heard about just yet, but we're familiar with the concept of a, a more technologically sound driving range. Uh, they uh, follow a format that includes a little bit of something for the, the very serious golfer that wants to improve his or her game through practice and through data, but they also include a gamification element if you just want to go out and have a good time with a group of friends. So David and I go into depth there, and after today's conversation, if you are interested in how in-range could transform your driving range, please email caddy, C-A-D-D-Y, at inrangegolf.com, and they'll shoot you over all the information you need to take your driving range to the next level. So we will be right back after a quick word from one of our sponsors with Mr. David Rayner from InRange Golf. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. No big hype, no big price, but definitely a big deal. Take advantage of their factory direct model where you cut out the middleman and get the best products shipped to your door direct from the company. They've got a demo program to try out their products before you buy, a trade-up program to get these clubs in your hands even quicker, and special financing where you can split your payment into four to make these clubs even more affordable. Go to BenHoganGolf.com to learn more. Welcome back, folks. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, joining me today is Mr. David Rayner. He is a client executive over at InRange. Uh, David, it's really nice to speak with you. I know that it's a little bit late over there uh, where you're at. Where are you uh, talking to me from?
0: We're in London. Yeah, London. Sunny <laughs> London. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, sunny sunny London. You know, I'm here in the Chicagoland area, as listeners know, and, you know, it's it's a little warm. But, you know, in the middle of summer... It's nice to be able to get out and play some golf. And today we're going to talk a little bit about in range. This is a really interesting product that I think a lot of people will uh, probably recognize the concept as far as on the surface. But I think you're going to tell me a lot more in depth. But uh, before we get there, David, why don't you let us, our listeners, know a little bit about your background in golf?
0: Yeah, sure. So uh, thanks for having me, Adam. Um, this is uh, this is great to speak to you. Um, so i um, background in golf is you know i'm a i'm an avid sort of weekend player but um you know i'm i'm fairly high handicapped um in the 20s uh i just i love playing golf but i uh i came from a background in finance and um and uh about two years ago jumped over to to in range um and yeah mm-hmm. I haven't looked back since we've uh we've it's been a pretty been a pretty interesting journey so far
1: yeah, and, and the product itself, in-range golf, uh, as I mentioned at the top, it's it's a concept that is very similar to other concepts that we've seen as golfers. And what I mean by that is it's it's essentially around the driving range f- structure, so to speak. That's uh, it, yeah. But, yeah, but there's so much more to that. So at, at a very high level, David, what would you say, what, tell us what in-range is.
0: Yeah, sure. So, InRange is a uh, is a radar uh, golf ball tracking solution. So, um, we come into a driving range, install an array of radars around the outside, and then, you know, every bay at that range is then is then tracked um, sort of from day one. Um, And it you know it means that all those players that just went in and hit out 120 balls and you know didn't really know how it went, now they get all their data. It's uh, pinpoint accurate. uh, you know so they there's a we'll, we'll get into the sort of how we're doing things a bit differently but then you've got all the gaming side of things as well um virtual courses um, and 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 a sort of really really enhanced practice experience and
1: so you mentioned that you know we'll get into some of the differences but i think just from the on- onset listeners are probably picturing something that looks a lot like probably your competitors like top golf top tracer you know some other uh, driving range based, gamification products for the lack of a better yeah, word. So. Well what, what is different about end range?
0: Yeah, so um, so we you know we we spent a lot, sort of long time in development and, and looking at what our competitors um, are doing and have done. And we spent a lot of time, you know, we figured the best way to come at it was from from the, the you know our end customers and actually go and speak to them and see what they wanted. And we we interviewed uh, you know, hundreds of these um, players and we started to realize that you could you could bucket them really into into two types of, of player. There's the there's the golfer who's there, you know, um, he or she with a usually on their own bag of clubs, and they're trying to get better for their for their four ball on the weekend. Hmm. But then on the other side of things, you've got this um, customer, this the sort of entertainment customer, and you know they they're both holding a golf club and and swinging it at a ball. But in terms of what those two customers actually want a practice golfer, you know, maybe a scratch golfer who's trying to improve his game and a guy and a girl on a Friday night on a date, they they want very, very different things from their experience at the driving range. So Mm -hmm. at InRange, we kind of took it back and we said, well, can we deliver one piece of software which satisfies both of those customers? And we pretty quickly realized we couldn't. So we we basically sort of split it out and and we developed... Um, for the practice golfer, we've got our core sort of in-range product, which is our our um, really enhanced practice product. So, um, you know, data-driven practice modes, skill-based challenges, uh, all your detailed shot data, shot by shot, um, club distances, dispersion charts, all that sort of stuff that you know a golfer really wants to geek out on. But the guy and the girl on a Friday night on a date, they really don't care about. So, for those mm. guys. Um, we've developed um, our our latest product, which we, we've actually just released in the last couple of weeks, which is called In Range Plus. And then in there, rather than coming at it from a golfer's standpoint, we've come at it from right. These people are playing golf, but they're really only you know they may only just being, be being introduced to the game. So we need to we need to sort of come at it from a, re- a real pro- proper sort of entertainment standpoint. So you know the, the big thing we stood by when we were getting this developed was if we have four people in a bay that sort of may or may not know each other, you know, how, how can we provide the social grease that will introduce them to the game of golf and keep them playing and competing for an hour or two hours or however long they're in that bay. And then importantly, go and tell their friends they've had an amazing experience and start bringing more people into the game. So the, the, the sort of the difference there is that, yeah, we we've, we've got our, our core in range practice product and our entertainment in range plus product. Um, and they're, they're sort of branded differently. Um, you know, the in range plus side of things um, is sort of a bit more vibrant, a bit more energetic. It's, it's, it's got a bit of sort of banter in there. Um, and, you know, it's all about competing within the group. Um, and then the practice products, as I say, it was, is sort of much more serious and um, sort of engaging for the, for the, the practice golfer.
1: And that's actually something that is missing in my opinion that from some of the competitors that I mentioned earlier. You know, and it's it's clear that obviously you all picked up on on the need for those things because I should also clarify and, and maybe you can help me clarify in range isn't constructing full driving ranges. Correct? No, no, you no. are actually partnering with existing structures. Is that right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That okay. So yeah, we we go in. So a driving range comes to us. A driving range can they can increase their bot their Their revenue by either three things really: they either increase the price, they get more people through the door, or they get different revenue streams. Those are kind of the only three levers they have. Now they can't really increase prices because driving range driving ranges without tech are a bit they're turning into a bit of a commodity. Really, like Mm -hmm. if prices go up, then someone will just go, "Well, I can go and hit balls at the range down the road." So they they don't have that one then where do they get their volume from? You know, that's pretty difficult. They've got fixed inventory. Um, so the, the, th- the third one is, is new revenue streams. And that's where sort of we come in, like, we, we're not, we're not in the business of trying to sell, sell a range, a, sort of, a piece of tech, and then, you know, walk away and, and sort of say, you know, good luck. We really want to partner with these ranges and really deliver that, you know, it's actually in our mission statement that we want to make our rate partner ranges the, the most amount of money as possible, because if they're making the most amount of pos- money possible, then that's how we'll succeed as well. So, sure. um, it's, it's really about sort of proving that ROI and creating a product where they can actually charge proper premium prices, not just, um, you know, not just a sort of a, a, a slight increase.
1: That's, that's an interesting point, David. And, you know, so while you were explaining that, I was thinking about the customer base that you reach out to. And so would you say that there's a good mix of partners that you have right now who are longstanding driving ranges who might be seeing a dip in customers, as well as those that are a little bit more, I don't know, state of the art, a little bit newer who just want to add another perk on top of already something that they offer, that's great. Do you kind of have a mix in there?
0: So to be honest, more of our customers are probably the latter. I just think um, as a business decision to make an investment, it's easier to do on the up rather than on the down. Um, And, you know, this, it is an investment, but you know, if you've, if you, if you've got, you know, a bit of the outlay um, and we've got different uh, pricing, uh, models as well to to sort of balance that out so you don't need a big capital cost up front um but it but it is still an investment over time so um it, it's it's most mostly we speak to driving ranges that are do, either doing doing pretty well or or they're doing a renovation or that you know they want to bring the latest and greatest to their range to really sort of turn it on i'd say i'd say that's that's probably that's probably more the case
1: Okay. So it's, it's more of a differentiator for those well-established ranges that really want to kick it up a notch for the lack of a better phrase, uh, for all the reasons that you just outlined, which I think was really well stated.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, and there's, you know, driving, as I, as I said, customers at driving ranges come in different shapes and sizes The driving ranges come in very different shapes and sizes as, as well. You know, you've, you've got anywhere from people sort of trying to take on the top golf model. So guys that are, you know they bought a bit of land and they're now building uh, an entertainment range and they they uh sort of brand it themselves but then they outsource the tech so we're having a lot of those conversations then you've got your sort of premium standalone driving range you know maybe two tiers all covered bays then you sort of go all the way through down and, and down to sort of just uncovered sort of small small ranges then you've got grass tea ranges at um country clubs and stuff so and they all want something kind of kind of different so that's again where it comes into play our, our sort of product split um you know we can go into a country club who may have absolutely zero interest in the entertainment side of things um but they really just want to give their members an amazing practice experience and and for them you know they may they just have a grass tea range so for them we're just we've got the in range app which is a, a full suite and um, tracked experience just through, through the app and um, so a player just comes in drops their phone down and says which um they're in and then starts hitting and all their shots just come straight straight into their phone. Um, that's
1: amazing. Wow. Yeah. That, that yeah, that sounds really really in depth and and definitely something that I know I would I would definitely enjoy. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that user experience. So, something that I really enjoy about uh, your website, for example, David and, and listeners, it's inrangegolf.com. It's i n Uh there's I would imagine that it, it could be maybe said part of your mission statement where it says progression through fun and you even actually touched on this earlier where practice you know can have a gamification element to it maybe talk right, a little so bit about the customer experience
0: yeah sure so on the on the practice side i mean that i can't remember what that's saying is but um s- something about you like your best practice comes when you don't feel like you're practicing when you're just having fun doing it that's something, true something <laughs> those um so so yeah, but in the in-range side of things, so um, the whole experience is is tailored to your um, your ha- your handicap, and then once you've earned it, your in-range handicap. So uh, an in-range handicap is is something that we've created, which is a driving range handicap. So as you play your shots out onto the range to, to different targets and stuff, um, the target size is all based on on that handicap, and so if you're consistently hitting the targets it essentially means you're playing better than your handicap. So you'll gain strokes, your in-range handicap will come down and then the target size will, will change dynamically. So as you improve and your handicap comes down, the whole experience becomes um, more difficult through this adjustment in sort of target sizing. So, and then with that as well, you, then you sort of got progress charts. So your your handicap progress over time, Um, all the challenges are tailored to that handicap as well. So, when you're competing in the, in the challenges, so you're trying to get on the, the shrinking target long, um, leaderboard, it's, you know, a, a 36 handicapper can compete against a 10 handicapper because the 10 handicapper's islands are, you know, so they're, they're meant for his handicap. So it's, it sort of levels the playing field like that. um So in terms of the, the sort of user experience, um, We've basically we sort of got a, a free practice mode, which is essentially you know you come to the range you don't you don't necessarily want to aim at anything you just want to work on your swing and see your distances and you know make a few changes see how it affects um, how it affects your data so that's a sort of a, a sort of launch monitor mode um, so we have uh, carry distance total distance uh, ball heights ball speed launch direction launch angle all those sort of flight stats um, but you know by shot. Um, and then, um, then as I say, so once, once you sort of, you know, you've worked on your swing a bit, you might then want to become a, a bit more intentional in your practice and start aiming at targets and start playing the sort of shots that you'd play on the course. Um, you know, playing a sort of knockdown six iron or, or whatever it is to target. Um, and then that's, as I said, as I just spoke about there, the sort of the whole um, handicapping system. Um, and then we've got um skill-based challenges as well with this is just within the in-range side of things so we'll get on to the entertainment stuff in a sure. second but we we do keep that separate um for the reasons i outlined. so um skill-based challenges um we've got uh a longest drive competition again these all come with sort of range leaderboards so it creates a decent bit of competition at the range um longest drive um shrinking target as i mentioned so it's sort of um your your range becomes a sort of uh, a, well, it, it it is a virtual world, and then it, it, the the targets out on the range are sort of surrounded by lava. And each time you hit one, the point value goes up, but the target gets smaller. Oh, so wow. it's, it's a it's a game of risk versus reward. It's actually, in terms of how you're playing golf, it's like do I keep, do, you know, do I attack that green with you know with water, you know, ten feet short, or or do I play it safe and play right when there's a, you know it, it opens up. So it's sort of, it's getting you to think about the actual shots that you would play on the course. Nice. Um, and then we've got a new game coming. Um, cool. Uh, we haven't actually got a name for it yet, but it's maybe the island. So it's going to be a sort of closest to pin competition, five shots and your your average distance from the pin. And then each target will have a leaderboard. And again, those are sort of all streamed onto the, the TVs around the, the reception or the clubhouse, wherever it is. So that's, that's the sort of practice user experience. Um, oh, and then I, I suppose just to so say you were you were playing that session on a on a screen in a bay um we've got a QR login so you just flash your phone in front of the screen yeah. and then that'll log you into the bay and then after well, as you play in real time all of that data that you're capturing is then cloud sync to your phone in the inrange app and then you can go in there after your session and you know really geek out on all your data it's got every single shot all those um stats that i mentioned uh, dispersion charts, um, club distances, handicap progress over time, all of that sort of cool stuff. So that's all within the app as well.
1: So that's, that's a lot that this product can do. I mean, it's, it shows (laughs) two sides that, you know, you spoke about a little bit earlier, you know, not only for the serious golfer who wants to come and practice, but also those, like you had mentioned the date night, come out and have some fun. Um, as you begin to add new features, I know something that you know some of your competitors have probably thought a lot about is how quickly the software the product can be updated uh you mm-hmm. mentioned just now that a new game is coming out um mm-hmm. how how quick of a turnaround is that? is that something that you all can do pretty quickly for for perhaps someone who's listening who may run a driving range
0: for example yeah, for sure so um it, you know we made the decision um about a year ago to move our, um, to move into a game engine called Unity, uh, which is a a very powerful gaming engine. Um, And uh, we've got an amazing team of developers who can, they can turn stuff around very quickly. So in in answer to your question, you know, we we put a game, uh, we built a game um, in the last couple of months, which uh, took probably about five or six weeks to, to build. Um, and that was that was just sort of um, you know one pretty much one or two, or two guys sometimes working on it. So it, the the game engine allows us to develop pretty pretty quickly. And and saying that you know we we are as I as I said earlier you know we're we're a partner with our ranges. So if our if our you know we've a lot of our a, a great, good number of our features and and ideas have come from conversations we've had with with sort of customers and range owners to see what they want. And then, you know, if, there's, if they've got a good idea that goes straight into the pipeline, that's kind of one of the benefits of being a bit smaller and a bit more agile, I suppose. And, um, you know, we're, we're taking on the big guys, but we can we can move pretty quickly and really do stuff that, that, that the customers want.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. And you're partnering, as you mentioned a couple of times, and you're, you're able to, you know, really uh, build whatever the partner wants. You know, you're really able to customize to their needs, it sounds like. And, and speaking of your partners, there are a few case studies that are currently listed on your website, and you've got a few sure. that are listed up there, not only uh, in London, in the UK, but also there's, uh, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Orlando, Florida, where you actually partner with the Leadbetter Golf Academy. So clearly, that's a testament to, uh, you know, a pretty, pretty big name in the golf instruction space that sees value in your
0: product. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was, uh, it's been, it's been really great, actually. We've been in there, um, about a year and a half now. Um, and it's, yeah, it's going amazing. They, uh, they absolutely love the product for them. You know, they've got this unbelievable Academy. Um, and previously that I think they had, um, two, two trapmans in their sort of teaching days. So when the kids were out on the range and I mean, I can't explain how many golf balls these guys hit. I've never seen anything like it, but they're out there all day hitting balls, but they don't know how far their ball's going. And now, just you know with a simple installation of some some radars, every time they hit a ball, their phone's standing right in front of them tells them how far it goes. And it's you know pinpoint accurate doesn't doesn't get affected by any weather. We, we see exactly where the ball goes. So we're not modeling anything. it's not It's not like a launch monitor where you're kind of taking some some launch characteristics and then saying, it looks like the ball would have gone over there you know right. we, we're actually we see the ball at a point in space and time throughout its whole flight so we'll you know if you hit a massive high draw we'll see your massive high draw if there's a huge left to right wind you know we'll see your ball getting taken by the wind it's it's um for, for you know the sort of feedback we've had when when we when we speak to people and especially at places like led where there's there's no building it's a grass tee right <laughs> people are they just they just can't work out how it works because because <laughs> you can't really see the you know the radars are pretty inconspicuous um, and and they just put their phone there and so they hit a shot and suddenly they see the trace the trace line on their phone and they're just like how on earth is that happening?
1: yeah what magic is- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally understand that feeling you know and, and you know one of the things that I know similar products uh, have have boasted about and I wondered if in range is similar you know, where does machine learning, artificial intelligence come into play here? Does in-range get
0: smarter as more people hit golf balls or is it pretty accurate right out of the bat? Um, in terms of the accuracy, that's not based on AI. That's just based on on um, sort of radar engineering. So pinging, I think uh, the easiest way to think of it is like bats. They just ping signals, hits the ball, comes back. Um, so um, in terms of AI learning, yeah, to be honest, no, we, we, we haven't, we, ha- we actually don't use any, any AI in our app. Which isn't, our app as which of, isn't yeah. a bad
1: thing, because that's that was one of the critiques that I had regarding this other product that I, uh, was, I'm thinking about, where right out of the box, so to speak, the machine actually has to learn more to become mm. more accurate, whereas it sounds like in-range is accurate right away like you 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 get a really clear picture of what you're how you're performing and you're not getting any any erroneous data thrown back at you.
0: No, 100%. So all all the flight data is is pinpoint accurate straight off the bat. The the only thing that that does get more accurate as you play, which is pretty much the same as real life as well, is your in-range handicap. As okay. you, as you play more as you play more in that, it will become closer to your actual skill level because it just it's it takes I think the best um the best 10 scores of your previous 20 sessions. So just the more you have in there, the more likely it is that that is an accurate representation of your game, as opposed to an outlier.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Like you said, it's very much like just regular golf is as, as, as you yeah, exactly. improve. So too does, does the machine in that way. So uh, once again, folks, we're talking to Mr. David Rayner. He is a executive client over at end range and uh, I'm sorry, client executive. I had that backwards, <laughs> but David, um, where where can we find out more about n range? I know that you're just kind of you know you're spreading you're you're reaching more places, not only in the US but abroad, of course. Where where can we
0: find n range right now? Yeah, so you mean where can we find ranges, or where can you find out about us?
1: We're well, actually, a little bit of both. Let's
0: both fields. <laughs> yeah, let's start. Okay, start with the ranges. So we've got um, three sites now in the UK. Um, we've got two in South Africa. We've got one in the States, we're installing another one, our, our second one in the States, and now um, in New Jersey. Um, and then we're installing in Abu Dhabi at the moment. And then uh, we've got Shenzhen coming up. Um, what else have I missed? Um, I think that, yeah, that's that's it for the that's that's the like installations happening now. And then sure. we've got a pipe of a pipe of work that's that's coming in the next six months. So, we, yeah, we've seen we've seen pr- pretty, pretty um, strong growth in the last sort of year um, and things seem to be really sort of picking up now as well. I mean, golf, you know, as, as bad as, the, as these times have been, golf has has come out of it very well. So, um, yeah, it's sort of, you know, bittersweet, I guess.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, David. I mean, uh, golf is booming as a business right now. So I have a feeling that you're going to get a little bit busier, <laughs> you know, yeah, thanks yeah. to all the people that want to get out and, and actually do something, you know, outside. Yeah. Um, so once again, folks, go out to inrangegolf.com. It's inrangegolf.com. And just just visit the site, learn a little bit more, not only about the software, but also about the mission statement. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of great case studies up here that you can learn more and you know as i can tell or as i'm sure you can tell from our guest today david you know this is an extremely exciting product a lot of people are going to want to try this thing it sounds like it's it's filling in a lot of gaps that perhaps existing similar products have you need to go out and have a better experience on the range and i think you and i would both agree david that you know, sometimes if you were to just go to any old driving range with nothing in there other than just you and a, a basket of balls, sometimes it gets boring there. I'll say it. Sometimes <laughs> exactly. it gets a bit boring. <laughs> And so yeah. this is something that can definitely, you know, it could spice up the range experience. You can learn a lot more about your game through technology. And, you know, I, I highly recommend for you to go out and check out in range golf. David, thanks so much for coming on and telling us a little bit about it. And maybe we
0: can talk again in the future. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks a lot for having me, Adam.